Welcome to the Times Are Changing podcast. My name is Chase. I'm joined here with Zach. We are the COO and CEO of Golden Aspect. This is a podcast about cutting edge strategies in digital and social media marketing. In today's episode, we're going to explain why Movement Watches is writing great social media captions and how you can too. We're also going to discuss how to write effective copy for paid ads and look at some examples from Lululemon's Facebook ads. Without any further ado, let's jump right in. All right, so social media captions, massive, massive part of running an effective social media page, whether you are a brand or a specific person. Uh, In today's podcast, we're going to be talking a little bit more about the brand side of things and writing captions you know, from the perspective of a company or an entity rather than a specific person or an influencer. Now, some of these tips can be taken for either situation, but we're really going to be leaning into the brand side of things today because there's some specific stuff you want to watch out for when it comes to writing captions on social media for your company. Uh, The biggest and overarching thing, and, and we've mentioned this in other podcasts in the past, is brand consistency. So, you want to make sure that all of your captions sort of fall under the general theme, vibe, and feel of your entire brand and the messaging that you're trying to put out there into the world. You don't want to have just, you know, random captions that have nothing to do with your overarching brand theme and messaging. And you also want to make sure that those captions are at least somewhat related to the posts that they are accompanying. So consistency among your captions and among your brand as a whole is super, super important. One thing that we like to say is like if you grab a handful of social media posts, you know, across platforms for any specific company, you should be able to get a general idea about what their brand is about in the main messaging that they're trying to push just from that handful of captions. And it should be able to be any handful of captions. So while your captions should be differentiated and unique to the posts that they accompany, we want to make sure that the overall messaging, their overall feel of those captions is consistent within the brand over time. And that's also going to help your brand recognition when people stumble across your posts in their feeds. Yeah, and it's really important to remember that caption writing is is difficult. It's not as easy as it might seem. And one of the first tips we want to give is that it's important to remember that captions have a limited amount of characters before they'll be cut off. And this is true on just about every social media platform, Um, but especially on Instagram, it's very notable. You'll see a little see more option if your caption's too long, and that'll mean that the majority of your caption will be cut off. So with that in mind, it's very important to put the most important stuff first in your caption. And also, especially for brands, it's also very important to just keep your captions short in general. If you're an influencer or a person, sometimes you can get away with a little bit of a longer caption. But for brands, it needs to be straightforward, to the point, people that are just skimming through, only reading the first couple of words, they need to be able to either be hooked by that or get the vibe. Um, even one sentence you know, can be enough, but that's not to say that it's easy. So it can be short, it can be sweet, but sometimes you gotta you know, spend a little bit of time to come up with something that's clever, that's gonna be um, engaging, and that's not a full essay. <laughs> because writing a, a very long caption is generally not what people wanna read on social media. Social media is all about quick and engaging. Uh, you can also use emojis for this. Emojis can be very helpful. 
because they can say more than words can and they can communicate a lot. So definitely rely on some emojis, but use them tastefully, especially with brand accounts. Um, don't put you know 15 emojis in a line and make sure that they actually relate to what you're saying. These are all good general guidelines to follow when posting as a brand. Um, in our newsletter this week, we used movement watches as an example. Um, I'm just going to read a couple of these out here. If you follow our newsletter, you can go ahead and actually see the posts, um, but I'll just explain them a little bit for people just so you can have an idea. Um, one example here is with an influencer um, who's a musician named Black Bear. The caption reads, at Bear, protecting his eyes with our ever-scroll blue light filtering glasses. Tap to shop, hashtag join the movement. So there's a lot of things to unpack here, but the first thing is obviously that it's brief. Um, it's tagging an influencer, which is something that, that we're gonna jump into in a second. Um, but as you can see, it's, it's very brief, very concise, but it gets the point across. It explains what the product is. It explains how that you can go about learning more about the product, and it relates it to an influencer that people are gonna be familiar with, and obviously includes a hashtag as well. So these are all general guidelines that are useful. Um, and these are definitely things to keep in mind um, that work pretty much across the board as a brand when writing captions. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really important as you saw right there, like that entire caption that Chase just read off is totally visible on Instagram without any see more button. Like as you're scrolling through, you're gonna see that entire caption start to finish and you're not gonna have to do anything else to see anything. And it, it's really, really important that you keep in mind that there, there's a really limited amount of characters that Instagram or Facebook is going to show your audience before forcing them to click another button to read what you're trying to say. And if your captions are too long, the odds of somebody actually like clicking on that button and reading everything that you're trying to say is a lot lower once they're forced to do something else. Because just in general, people just don't like doing more things that they have to, especially in today's day and age of instant gratification and all that kind of stuff. They want to see the relevant information right away. They don't want to have to click another button to see it. So yeah, it's super, super important that you keep in mind how much space you actually have before that see more button comes and definitely don't put any important or relevant information below that cutoff point because chances are the vast majority of your audience is not going to end up seeing it. So just another example here, uh, another post from Movement. This is actually from the women's line. It's called Movement for Her. Uh, they say, this is a photo of a woman with some glasses on looking at the camera and the, the caption reads, Zoom date essentials. Ever scroll glasses, checkmark emoji, somewhat messy bun, checkmark emoji, natural lighting, checkmark emoji. And then you see a little camera emoji um, and then it tags the photographer, presumably the woman who's in the photo, and with a couple of hashtags following it. So as you can see, um, this is a great example of using emojis to uh, trim down the number of words that are needed. Uh, you can't necessarily do bullet points on Instagram, but the check mark gets that point across. And also using the little um, photograph emoji is a great way to give credits to the photographer without having to write out a word like credits or photographer. That'd be much longer than, than a short little emoji. Um, so as you can see here, this is another example, slightly different vibe, um, but again, similar, similar length of caption. Um, and the reality is that the more captions that you write, you'll realize that there really is no need to go much beyond uh, what Instagram allows 
in the sort of limited character space. If if you're writing well-written captions, that should be enough space to, to get the point across. And obviously you can rely on a, a bunch of these different methods. Um, and also tagging people in the captions is, is super important. It's gonna build a web around your brand with a bunch of different people that are connected to it. It's gonna add credibility and all of that good stuff. Another thing to think about when looking at writing captions for your brand is relatability. If you can find ways to be funny, be relatable, being clever in your captions without straying too far from your overall brand messaging, your posts will see a dramatic increase in engagement. Think about everything that you know the younger generation is about to these days, like memes in general. Everybody loves being able to relate to a common theme or make a joke about a something in society that everybody knows and understands, and it makes people feel like they belong more. It makes them feel like they're heard because other people share the same experiences that they do. So don't be afraid to be clever with your caption writing. Remember that the primary demographic for all social media users is people under the age of 35. Like, think about phrasing your captions in a way that's going to appeal to that demographic, since a lot of them are massive consumers, especially when it comes to social media. Yeah, and I mean, this Zoom Data Essentials caption is a great example of it, you know, targeting the audience really well. Um, it's funny, it's clever, it's relevant. And this kind of goes back to this point I made at the beginning, which is that, you know, it's important to think about captions for a bit, to, to treat them as something that needs to be thought through, to make them the most effective as possible. You know, it takes a little bit of time, um, but obviously being clever is always appreciated. And generally there's a way to be clever. It just takes a little bit of time to come up with, with a clever caption. Um, but when done right, it can be very effective, and especially with younger demographics, they're definitely going to appreciate something that's, you know, that's funny or that's a little bit more than, you know, something that sounds super corporate. Those generally don't do super well. Um, but it's also good to just mix up your captions in general. Like we said, always staying on tone with the company. But um, even in just these three examples from movement, you're seeing a, a pretty wide array of, of examples. Like another caption here reads, swipe through to see our new Sunnies designed with 100% premium acetate and stainless seal for optimal balance, comfort, and durability. So here you're seeing something that's a little bit more corporate, but obviously when juxtaposed with the other posts, you're getting a nice variety there, and it's also adding credibility to the brand. Um, I would say that on that one, they could have been a little bit more clever. Um, there's, there's always a little bit of play there. Um, I'd say that's probably my least favorite caption, but again, it does help, especially as when you're promoting a product like that, it's important to to uh, express credibility, make the product seem like it's high quality, that kind of a thing. So um, there's a lot that you can do. There's a lot of, um, I guess, opportunity in this small caption space that you have to be to be creative. Um, and then also within that space are hashtags. So um, the most important thing to remember, especially when you're growing an account, is to use relevant hashtags. And this is something that people often overlook, um, but it's very important to pick out your hashtags in a purposeful way um, to think through what is relevant. And also um, a good way to, to do this is to search um, the hashtags that you're gonna be putting in and see how many other posts are in that hashtag. 
Um, there's kind of a range, I would say anywhere from five to 100,000 posts in that hashtag is gonna be a great range for growth. Um, that way there's a high chance that people are gonna see your post if they're searching for that hashtag, if their accounts interacted with that hashtag, it might show up in their explore page, but it's not too big of a hashtag where it's got millions and millions of posts, it's probably gonna get lost and people might not see it. Um, that's one good way to go about adding hashtags. Um, there's also a cap on Instagram for hashtags at 30 per post. Um, definitely don't go over 30. You can generally get away with, with 15 to 20 is probably a decent amount in general. Yeah, and there's, there's a couple other restrictions when it comes to using hashtags in your posts that you really, really wanna watch out for. So like way back in the day, I don't know if you guys were back on Instagram in you know, 2014, but you would see people just using these massive hashtag banks and reusing them in every single post and growing their accounts you know, pretty quickly just by using tons and tons and tons of hashtags that everybody used. Now, Instagram and Facebook have decided that they don't like it when people do that anymore, so they've basically put in some restrictions kind of behind their veil of transparency. And basically what you wanna watch out for is repeating a bunch of hashtags over and over and over again, especially in like a one to two week period. So you definitely do not wanna be just like copying and pasting a bank of 20 hashtags in all of your posts. That is a very quick way to make it so that Instagram and Facebook will just start hiding your posts from those hashtags outright. If you've ever had an account or like a brand account that all of a sudden you notice like, hey, I've completely stopped getting any reach from my hashtags, chances are you have been shadow banned, which basically just means they're not gonna show your post to anybody else because Instagram and or Facebook just don't like the way you were doing things before. So it's super important that you rotate out all of your hashtags on a really, really regular basis. Uh, like Chase said, make sure that they're actually relevant to that specific post. Like hashtags can be really, really strong tools to organically grow your reach and your account through social media. But if you reuse a bunch of them super frequently, you're gonna get messed up by the app and you wanna make sure that the people who are interacting with those hashtags are going to want to interact with your post. So make sure that they're actually relevant to that specific post and yeah, just don't reuse any hashtags in like one to two weeks, I would say. Unless you have a specific hashtag for your company. Like Chase was bringing up uh, the movement posts earlier in the podcast. At the end of all of their posts, they have hashtag join the movement. That's sort of their brand hashtag. All of their posts are branded with that hashtag. And if you go to that hashtag, it's a really easy way to see okay, yeah, this is all of their stuff, and then their followers and fans can also make posts with that hashtag and interact with the company through that way. So don't reuse any hashtags unless you have sort of a brand hashtag that's like hashtag your company name or something similar to that that is relevant to your brand. Uh, in that case, great way to continue interacting with your followers and your fan base. Other than that, don't reuse any hashtags. Yeah, I would say that the Instagram and Facebook and just about every social media platform's algorithm has become much smarter 
just over the past couple of years. A lot of the methods that worked in 2014 don't work today. Uh, it's actually much easier than you might expect for this algorithm to basically find out if you're essentially abusing hashtags or if you're doing things that are purely just to boost your engagement and that aren't relevant at all to your post or anything. So it's important to keep that in mind that it's much more difficult to f fool the system these days than it was before. Um, but if you're still using relevant hashtags, you're doing it in a smart way and you're not just copying and pasting, hashtags are still a super important part of social media, especially on a platform like Instagram. And so if you're using them correctly, they can still help you grow. Um, a good way to see if they're working well is to, um, on your post, if you have a business account, you can view insights for your post. If you scroll down, you're going to see where your impressions are coming from. Um, you're able to see from hashtags. Now, if you're hardly seeing any engagement, you know, like maybe one to 10 impressions from hashtags, then you're probably doing something wrong or maybe you're shadow banned. You should be seeing, you know, anywhere from 50 to a couple hundred, if not a couple thousand impressions from a hashtag, depending on the size of your account. That would be a good indication that your hashtag game is on point. Um, and if it's not, then you know that there's some things you could be doing better. Like I said, target those hashtags that are of a reasonable size, sort of medium-sized hashtags. Those are going to be a great way to ensure that your posts are being seen on a more wide scale, but aren't getting lost in the sauce of social media. Um, so those are some good general tips um, that you can go off. But hashtags are a bit of a tricky game, and it's important to put just as much time on the captions as you do into the hashtags because that kind of makes an all-around um, important part of the post, as, as well as the, the creative, obviously. The photo matters a lot, but all of this stuff matters, and that's why it's important when you're running a social account to, to take all of this in, into account um, because it all matters at some level. This episode of Times Are Changing is brought to you by Golden Aspect, our company. We're a digital media and marketing agency that specializes in a one contact for everything social approach and completely integrated marketing campaigns. We emphasize high touch, strong client relationships and fully integrated marketing approaches. Each of our marketers are proficient in every service we offer and are reachable seven days a week by text or call. This reliable communication and interaction with your business ensures your contact will be equipped to handle anything you need anytime you need it. If you want to learn more about what Golden Aspect can do for your business or a friend's business, please feel free to check out our website, www.goldenaspect.com. That is www.goldenaspect.com. So in part two, we're going to talk a little bit about writing what we're going to call now copy. I guess it, the captions become copy when you talk about ads. Uh, we're going to talk about writing copy for post promotions and for paid ads. These are kind of different, um, and we're going to explain why. So um, if you missed our podcast on the difference between post promotions and paid ads, um, I forget what number it was, but make sure to go check it out, um, and you can understand a little bit more before you listen to this part. But as far as writing copy for post-promotion goes, um, it's it's important to remember that essentially what this is gonna do, a post-promotion is going to promote your post with the caption as is. So with that in mind, you definitely want to be sure, if you do anything else, be sure to shore up your hashtag bank before you promote it. Generally what you're gonna to wanna to do is post a photo or a video 
as a post. Let it run for about a day, at least get as much organic engagement as possible. Let those hashtags work their magic. And then when you go to promote it, cut out all of the hashtags except for a brand one. It's good. If you have a brand hashtag, you know, hashtag the company name, hashtag um, some sort of uh, campaign the company is running, something like that. That's something you can keep in. But at most, you want to have one to two hashtags in a post promotion. If you have a big list of them, that's also going to show up in the promoted post. It's going to look terrible. Um, one thing that Instagram does with post promotions is that it will show the entire caption. There's no view more option. So you have a bunch of hashtags. It's going to look like crap. It's going to look very unprofessional and it's not going to get the job done. So when you go to promote a post, you want to make sure that you get rid of all those captions. And if for whatever reason, even though we just told you in part one not to write long captions, if it is a long caption or longer than it, than it needs to be, you should make it as concise as possible because especially for ads, you're going to have even less time for people to look at what you're saying. They're going to be even less interested in your caption. So it needs to be really quick to the point. Uh, maybe even just change the caption entirely if it makes sense to make it really engaging, get rid of those extra hashtags. Um, and then it's also super important to remember that you're not going to be able to edit this post once it's promoted. Um, not going to be able to edit it after the promotion's done. It's going to remain on your account. The only way to get rid of it is if you delete it. So be very, very sure that the captions are spelled right, that the hashtags are spelled right, that everything looks good and that you're happy with it because after you spend that money on it, you're going to get a highly engaged post that you're going to want to keep on your account. But if the, if the uh, post promotion looks bad, it's going to be kind of a bummer. So these are really important things to keep in mind. Uh, when you're doing a post promotion is just really make sure that it looks good um, before you send it out because there's a lot less room uh, in terms of editing once you do that. It's, it's very locked in, um, but it's a great opportunity to expand brand awareness. So again, definitely check out our episode on post promotions um, if you haven't already because there's a lot here. But as far as caption goes, pretty similar to a post. Just make sure that you're not having huge hashtag banks and that the caption itself is very short and engaging. Now, it's a little bit different once you get into the paid Facebook ads area, and it really sort of depends on what it is that you're trying to sell, in addition to your ad creative, meaning your photo or video that you're running the ad with. So, like we've been saying this entire time, short captions are winning captions. So, when it comes to running a paid ad through Facebook or Instagram, First of all, we did a whole episode on photos and videos and what makes great content on social media. And in that episode, we talked about how videos outperform photos in basically every capacity. If you're trying to run a good Facebook or Instagram ad, you want to be using a video as your creative. And what that's going to do is it's going to give you the ability to explain a lot of the key selling points of your product or service in that video so that you don't have to do it all in the caption. Now, with paid ads, you're still gonna be cut off by that see more button. So, the more explaining about your product that you can do in the creative, the more concise and call to action-esque you can make your actual caption. If you're advertising a deal or a sale or some sort of special, you want to make sure that is the first thing that people read in the captions. 
Percentages can do really, really well in captions. For example, if you're having like a 30% off sale on your website, that very well might get somebody to click through to your site if the deal is good enough, even if they weren't immediately sold on your product in the first place. So think about ways that you can use your caption to call your audience to convert towards whatever you're trying to get them to convert on and focus on letting your creative do the explanation for you know how good your product is and how much better it can make their lives. And when you're talking about paid ads, you can also include emojis. I know we mentioned emojis in caption writing. These can also work in paid ads as well, but it's important to, like with anything else, really think through, is this necessary? Is this adding to what I'm trying to say? Is this helping me get the attention of the audience? Does it make sense? And also, uh, it's important to remember that these are not always the best option, um, although they often can be. It depends on the product. Don't automatically assume that emojis are going to be effective, but don't automatically assume that they won't be. It's going to depend on the business, it's going to depend on what you're trying to sell. But emojis can be great for getting that extra bit of attention. They're just more eye appealing than text is. And so especially, you know, if you're looking at something like a fire emoji, um, something with color, a lot of color in it, um, used in the right way can be a great way to get people's attention. Um, and just that little extra bit of flair to the caption uh, can help people uh, look at what you're trying to sell and maybe maybe read it. So those are good things to play around with. Um, there's a lot of you know different types of emojis that you can that you can try to boost your engagement. Um, and it's it's always a good option to consider because it is allowed in paid ads, and it's definitely something that we've used before and seen good success with. And one way to figure out if emojis might be good for your product or not is to split test. So Facebook actually makes it very, very easy to split test your ad copy for any ad that you wanna run. So Facebook will actually allow you to, in the ads manager, when you're creating your Facebook ad, input up to five different options for the copy or the caption of the post of what your ad is going to look like in somebody's feed or story or something like that. The important thing there is that you have five different opportunities to test out five different tones in your caption writing. And Facebook is going to automatically optimize to whichever caption is performing best with your selected audience. So there's really nothing you can lose by just setting out five different captions. Now, if you're thinking, well, five is kind of a lot of different captions to come up with, think of different angles. Think like you would split test any other situation, like for a specific product, try a hard sell option. Be like, hey, you need this product in your life right now. For another option, try a discount. Try offering a 10% discount or 15% discount or something like that. Uh, try just having the caption being a testimonial or a customer review. Maybe try doing a soft sell, which is or being more casual or cool in your caption, like, hey, you know, you may not actually need this, but reverse psychology wise, you definitely do. There's tons of different ways that you can go about selling your product in 
one or two short sentences and Facebook makes it really really easy to test out all of those different ways if you're struggling to come up with five different options just start rephrasing whatever your gut instinct for that caption was maybe put you know your second point first and your first point last and just mix it around try adding in emojis for some and having no emojis for another. Try adding a fire emoji here and a check mark emoji there. There's so many different ways you can go with this, but Facebook is going to automatically optimize to the best performing one after it runs for like a couple days. So it's it can be super, super profitable in increasing your overall conversion rate just by throwing in some extra caption ideas. As with anything related to Facebook ads, data is king. And chances are the things that work the best aren't necessarily the things that you think will work the best. So you'll hear us say it again and again on this podcast and in everything else that we do when it comes to Facebook ads, test, 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 test. And yeah, Facebook makes it really, really easy to split test a bunch of different caption ideas for any given ad. Yeah, and it also copy can make a bigger difference in the ROI than people think, especially with paid ads. Even just very small differences in the caption, such as saying the second point first, can actually drive like significant differences in ROI. So never underestimate the power of these. Don't ever assume that you know all the copies are going to be roughly the same. You can actually see significant differences. And so uh, to illustrate this in our newsletter, we used Lululemon as an example. Right now, they're running an ad for some joggers. Um, they basically have I don't know. They we only picked three, but I think they have five um, running right now. But essentially, it's a woman in some joggers. She's got a yoga mat. Um, it's the same photo for all of these. And there's a bunch of different captions. So I'll read them here briefly so you just can get an idea of the different angles that they're taking. So the first one says, uh, quote, I pretty much live in these now. Uh, the second one says, quote, I highly recommend these joggers. And the third one says, quote, the fabric is soft. They fit beautifully. And I find that the V in the back makes the booty look nice. So as you can see, um, right here, just three slightly different angles. I would assume though that there's a pretty significant difference between these and it's honestly anyone's guess uh, which one's performing the best. But like Zach said, you got nothing to lose by trying the different ones. So uh, this is a great example. Anything you're running, switch around the captions, see what works best, run it with the same creative. That way it's a proper split test and and see what works and and go from there and after you see what works then you know keep iterating and keep editing that caption and eventually you'll find some winning copy that's that's going to do the job and and drive that roi that you're looking for and that's about where we're going to wrap things up for today make sure you follow us wherever you listen to podcasts we upload weekly episodes every tuesday if you're interested in reading our newsletter, please visit our website at www.goldenaspect.com slash times are changing. Once again, that's goldenaspect.com slash times are changing. Thank you all so much for listening to this edition of the Times Are Changing podcast, and we'll see you all next week. If you enjoyed listening to this week's podcast, please check us out on social media, Instagram at Golden Aspect Media. If you want to learn more about what our company can do for your business, please check out our website, www.goldenaspect.com. We offer everything from content creation, social media account management, to digital ad marketing campaigns. Look, if you made it this far, you're obviously interested in this stuff. And are you doing it? 
Is your company doing it? If you're not, you really should be because you're missing out and we're here to help. So send us a message, send us an email, give us a call. We'll be here ready to help. Take care. Oh.